Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. We're back. Hello. We are still on the banks of the Red River. I'm here with everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Not very enthusiastic, everybody. A little apprehensive. Long evening. We are here to introduce you to episode 100, part B. Mm. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook and you can always email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and all of Paul will read your email. Apparently, Johnny says it's not funny anymore that we joke about how much there is left of Paul. So we should keep doing it, just to annoy you. Yeah, but it? just... Yeah, it's uh, funny. We are going to push on with part B of episode 100 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. You've got to fight for your right to, to farty. Farty. <laughs> Do you think the figurine thing works, Mike? Don't touch the figurine thing. <laughs> Right, is everybody set? Uh, everybody got a cup of tea? Yes. Everybody ready? Yes. Let's, yeah. uh, let's push on. Right. Do stuff. Let's do this. I've got loads of magic. Can you describe this chamber? Uh, I mean, not yet, Johnny, but... Come on, loads of magic. My problem here is I can... I mean, the magic arguments are just... Three episodes <laughs> worth. Yeah, exactly. You are lifted up into a chamber. Mm-hmm. It is of a modest size, but it has a very high ceiling. 60 feet high there or thereabouts. The room <laughs> is lit by elongated metal lanterns that glow with the colours of that the rainbow. sounds vaguely familiar. A white marble sarcophagus floats in the air at the far end of the room, ten feet off the floor. The base of that sarcophagus is carved with an image of a sleeping wind duke. He is holding a sword in one hand and he is holding the seal of Ecosial in the other. So this is a relief on the top. On the bottom. It's a carving, a carving of the image of a sleeping Winduke. Yeah. The walls of this chamber are carved to depict a funeral procession that winds up in a spiral, showing Windukes, Jinn, Air Elementals and other elemental servants of law, that's law with a capital L, in mourning as they attend the body of a fallen general. After the first spiral, the upper sections show the general's ascension into a primal vortex of wind and thunder. Many-eyed abominations, frog-like humans and tentacled demons are trampled beneath his feet as he rises into a golden doorway at the end of the fresco. You're all squashed inside, cramped inside, some runes that are inscribed in a circle on the floor in Fati, the language of the Windukes. Where you're standing is comfortably and warmly lit from a source that you cannot identify. Outside the runes, the room is dim. The light from these rainbow lanterns, and I'm choosing to say that these lanterns are not like each one is a different colour because I just can't face that again. Uh, These (laughs) rainbow lanterns is sort of dim. It's just enough to pick out the details, to pick out the shadows, the relief of the fresco, but not so much. It's a darker space. Behind that sarcophagus, as it floats 10 feet on the floor, there is a little set of steps that lead up to a, an alcove or a dais at the far end of the chamber. The whole thing is about 30, 40 foot long, this thing. So it's a little, a wee little thing. Who wants to do what? Do you want to, can you just go around and describe the colour of each of the lanterns in turn? And no, no the lanterns are glowing with a <laughs> rainbow radiance. All the colours of the rainbow all are of them in are every lantern, Paul. All, they're not any which are shining any brighter than any other. No, no, no. But let's number the. Well, let's use. Uh, Can we use, use numbers? numbers. Let's use Roman numerals. Okay. 
<laughs> work our way <laughs> round the lanterns. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I've got my uh, sea invisibility running. Does that bring anything? Oh, you have your sea invisibility running. Yes. Purple. On that alcove up the top of the steps, there is a shape. You can't work out what it is. It could be something that's humanoid, but it seems to be sort of low and slumped if it is. It's a sort of is it moving? rough. No. Mm, scary. Anybody want to ask me any other questions? Out. I know what it is. What is it? It's a, it's a Mr. Doombringer, I think. Uh, These are the times when Shang pictures would be... Sorry. So <laughs> the, I, let's just summarize. So you've got four lanterns. Is that right? Yeah. Do you know what Frank Guy's storyteller? The lanterns are irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, but those are the those are the big sort of blocks with the ring, the circles on the top. Yes, on our map they're marked. Yep. Yes, in okay. each corner of the chamber. Yep. Should we spend an then hour on the runes? The runes that we're standing in are they magical? There's are a they circle glowing? of runes? No, they're not glowing. What? 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 And they're in farty. You don't know if they're they? magical or not. They're in farty. You want to try and read them? Give me an straight intelligence check. A straight intelligence check. Getting. A twenty-two. <laughs> nice. Twenty-two. Okay. Let me just find them in say. A twenty-two, Michael. Is that not expecting anyone to translate them? Mm. No, no, no. I was expecting uh, somebody to translate them. I just have to find them. I'm thing. just going to say twenty-two. In nineteen twenty-two. Nineteen twenty-two. Discovered the shoe. Give me a moment, I invented the flu. The runes say. Here lies Ecosiol, Lord of Aqua, Wandering Duke, and Bearer of the Rod of Law. These words protect you from his vassal and tomb guardian. Oh, which will be translated. It sounds well, like we don't want to leave the circle of words unless it, we've it, misunderstood well, that. It's, it does sound very much like we don't want to leave the circle of words, but we're not going to get very far doing anything unless we do leave the circle of words. Well, I thought you use well, the words this? to protect you, don't you? So you can speak them. Yeah, that's the other way of thinking about it. So these words will protect you. Against the invisible thing at the end that's going to attack. It doesn't say these words will protect you. It says these words protect you from his vassal and tomb guardian. Could you read them out again? Here lies Ecosial, Lord of Aqua, wandering duke and bearer of the Rod of Law. These words protect you from his vassal and tomb guardian. It's a bit hard to say whether the words are spoken or they're just the ones written on the ground. The light is warm and welcoming and pleasant within the bounds of the circle dis yeah. right, described by the runes. The area of ground that you were lifted up into is very specifically and clearly within the circle of the runes. I take Grimbold out, the beggar holding. Hello. Grimbold. I'm saying it's about 9.45 on the morning of Thump Day, the 4th of Fart. He goes, Proceed forward into the chamber. Grimbold triggers. Stumps forward. Well, out of the circle, obviously. Yeah. Thump. Thump. He keeps moving north. He's up. He's reached the sarcophagus. Okay. Anything happen? Nope. Grimbold. Open the sarcophagus. Well, it's floating 10 foot above the ground. He goes... And points at it above his head. <laughs> He's only about two and a half foot tall. Grimbold, proceed further to the base of the stairs. He steps forward as he does so. Something happens. The slumped form on the gallery moves. <laughs> what you first see is eyes opening. Eyes that are radiant with light. 
You can't actually see the form itself. You just see the eyes open on this form. Parker, when you were in the gallery with the strange black sphere and the strange chandeliers where you fought the ooh, you saw a scene depicted on one of those chandeliers, which was a demon on one knee swearing loyalty to a Windduke figure that stood over it, that rendered in miniature. And that demon was covered in eyes. It was a humanoid form, a horned demon, but covered in eyes. This is the same. Tiny eyes start open all over this form, defining its outline. It starts to move. It's large. It is broad of the shoulder. It is brawny. It seems deliberate of purpose as it stands. It starts to walk towards you. When it steps forward, you can see that it's got little eyes dotting all over its torso. Eyes pitting its neck, its side, pitting its limb. It has little eyes sitting in its fingertips that roll and move. As it steps forward, tiny eyes on the soles of its feet, you can hear them squelching and popping. Yeah. But it, it it's now visible, is it? It's not invisible it's, anymore. Well, it's visible in terms of light is emitting from these eyes that are opening up all over its form. Remember, the far end of the chamber is dark. It itself is a dark form. It's defined by the eyes that are opening all over its figure. Yes? So, theoretically, if it closed all its eyes, it would go invisible again. Uh, it was invisible, but Burple can see it. But, but if it closes as the eyes, eyes are opening, as the eyes are opening, it is becoming visible. Yeah. Yes. So if it closed Sorry. all his eyes simultaneously, it would disappear again. Something like that. Yes. Half the eyes are green, and half the eyes are grey. <laughs> Do we recognise it from any, any legend? No, but it's it is definitely made real and in full size. The demon form that was on the chandelier scene in the gallery. So Ecosial somehow bound this. He's one of his arch enemies to serve him as a guardian. It certainly seems like that. It steps down. Grimbold, return quickly. It doesn't seem to be agitated. It doesn't seem to be in any kind of hurry. It just very deliberately and methodically squelches its way down the steps. All of these eyes dotted over its form as they open and close. Little radiances of grey and green light spread like a light shell all around it. Maybe do a sunlight spell. Who wants to do what? Uh, let's start with Buggy. Uh, well, uh, as a free action, I shout, Grimbold, return. Okay. I think it's ignoring Grimbold. It's reacted to Grimbold's presence, but if Grimbold starts backing away, it doesn't do anything. Well, he's just undead anyway. He's probably not interested. Exactly. As Grimbold stumps towards you, this thing just stands there, blinking its hundreds of eyes. You get the sense that it is watching you with all of its eyes. Are we going to attack it, folks? Mm, we could try reasoning with it. Okay. I yeah, say... Right. <laughs> I yeah. say, um... We are... We're here to... What are we doing here again? <laughs> we're here to help Ecosial defeat... The worms. Like that, is the it? H-worms. He's a bad... Uh, no. The Ebon Triad. We're here to help... Defeat the Ebon Triad. The, rid the world of the Ebon Triad. The coming together of the three Hoojis. <laughs> we will forget. Uh, who we have been given the seal in order to take the necessity <laughs> of understanding 
what you're doing. <laughs> Quickly it's, reverts to worm plot. We are the yes, chosen really ones to take the rod of deep. law. We have been given the seal. We have come to claim the rod of law and other we're not here to plan- do. And we're Aren't we here for the seal? Absolutely not here to plunder the tomb of its magic at all. What seal? It hadn't crossed our minds. I thought that's why we came here. This thing is just watching you impassively. What Stand seal? back. Um, just jumping in quickly on the old um, story exposition mode. The seal is the object that you've used to yeah. um, get yourself this far. Yeah. yeah. So we, we're not here to we're get We're not that here hat. for the seal. No. No. We're not really sure <laughs> why we're <laughs> why here. We're here. <laughs> this what, thing what? just looks at you. What? This it's thing's just, just looking at you. No, hang we're, on. <laughs> we're here to get the rod of law. Is it the rod of law? I thought it was... <laughs> okay. It's the rod of law that will help What did Hesty say we needed beat. to get? Can anyone the baddies? We don't know why we're here because we were we were looking for Hesty in the first place, and then we found this place. I don't think we. No, we found Hesty. He told us to come here. No, he told us to. He told he gave us something and said you'll need this. Go over there, but he didn't tell us what we were here for. Pretty (laughs) certain. Yeah. Did we forget to ask that? Can anybody? I don't know what sound. Step the DM the pinching the bridge of his nose makes. Hang on, hang on. Before you do that, John, let's see if we can figure out why we're Friend here. guide storyteller, Mike. Why are we here? Um, refreshing your memory. What Hesty actually did was hand you the seal. Yeah. He was holding it when you freed him from his lightning bubble prison. And he told you that he was investigating this, uh, what he believes to be the tomb of Ecosial, because his understanding was that the wind dukes buried artifacts of great power with their illustrious dead yeah and that were one to find the true tomb of Ecosiol, great artifacts might be recovered that may help that the world of the good people that's what i said fend off or protect themselves against the onrushing age of worms an age of writhing darkness now he also thinks that there is a chance or a possibility that a fragment of the rod of law may reside here but he wasn't certain because the rod of law was broken into seven parts when it was used to banish miska the wolf spider during the battle of the fields of pesh right but that's you know that's what hesty was looking for i mean that's what hesty was uh researching exploring for he wasn't there's no certainty okay now i'm gonna I'm going to step outside the circle and I'm going to ready an action to move back into the circle if he comes running up to me. Fine. Let's roll for initiative. Ooh. Uh, what's its initiative, this thing? Not that great. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. Powerful. Yeah. 16. Okay, I get a, an 8. Okay, uh, this thing's initiative is 9. Alice Sessions, what you get? I got 22. Parker, what you get? 17. Burp, what you get? 16. Uh, Kobagi, what you get? 3. <laughs> natural 1. <laughs> Sandra, what you get? I'll get a natural 1. Can I re-roll it? Oh. 17. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I don't know. Can, I don't think you can re-roll initiative rolls. No, Starting no. on 22 with sessions, you're inside the circle. This thing has not reacted as yet to Buggy stepping out of the circle. Buggy, it's dark. It's colder when you step outside the circle. Not like scarily colder just like you know when you the heater in the pub table then you step away it's like that kind of feeling sessions what you want to do this thing is looking don't know it's again it's looking impassive graham's absolute worst nightmare i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking i might 
Do a light, a sunlight spell. It would be a great spell to cast if only I had it prepared or knew it. Or it existed. But I am going to, um, I'm going to ready a spell, Mike. I'm going to ready the spell Banishment, and I'm going to cast yes. it on it if it appear if it starts to attack us, moves I us with hostility. Understand? Yes. Any hostile action from this thing will be yeah. met with a Banishment spell. spell. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Alessandra on seventeen. You're inside the circle. Alessandra's going to do a short Poop. dash action Poop. and then a yep. ready act step outside the circle stepping outside do, the circle and do a ready action oh, to it's colder outside the circle colder and darker to shoot this thing should it if it, it does what if it attacks okay uh, Parker on 17 uh, well I guess I will also ready an action mm-hmm. are you staying inside the circle or are you stepping outside the circle you don't have to move, you can just ready an action. No, I'll stay inside the circle and I'll ready an action to do Fangs of the Fire Snake. Purple on 16. I'm going to do a daylight spell. Yeah, it's a good choice. Okay, tell me about a daylight spell. A 60-foot radius sphere of light spreads out from a point you choose within range. The sphere is bright light and sheds dim light for an additional 60 foot. So basically light up yeah. the whole room. If you choose yeah. a point on an object you are holding or one that isn't being worn or carried, the light shines from the object and moves with it, completely covering the yeah. affected object with, with an opaque object, such as a bowl or a helm, blocks the light. If any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell of third level or lower, yes. the spell that created yes. the darkness is dispelled. Any vestige of darkness is gone, is banished. You can see everything clearly. This thing doesn't like that. You don't know if there's a material problem, but it doesn't like that bright light much. It's got an awful lot of eyes. It's it. It says something that you don't understand. (laughs) Does Dan Uh, understand even maybe a little bit of it? Does anybody speak abyssal? Oh, because uh, if you do, then you do understand it. Hang on. Nope. Uh, no. Celestial. Nope. Or. No. Nope. Yeah, okay. Are to, you going to go to all, all the languages, a... languages now? Let's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, I was just wondering whether there's some, you know, some slightly sort of. <laughs> We're not going to start doing language. No. It's not like Dutch and German. It's like, it's right. abyssal. So. Okay. Nope. Okay, so it stands there and sort of goes. With God, no more. And that's all it does. Moving on to Uncle Buggy on three. Uh, it's just saying this. It's not. Languages? It's a bit late, and it said it now. It's not it? being hostile or anything. Well, you could. It's impassive. It's not looking friendly. It's not looking hostile. It's, it's just standing. Saying, Don't there. go near the. Bear in mind that we're on our little map, dear readers. We're looking at a map that's got the sarcophagus in it. The sarcophagus is ten foot up. This thing is about nine foot tall. So there's nothing in between you and it. It's standing at the far side of the room. The sarcophagus is above all of your heads. I'm going up and hitting it. <sighs> no? I think... I don't know. I don't I think... You've moved your mini back again. It's uh, classic Johnny. Yeah. Oh, any suggestions? Run up and hit it. Do we not have comprehend languages or anything? Cleric sessions? No. You've got comprehend languages or... I mean, I almost certainly... I mean, I the, the issue here is I don't want to be uh, whatever. It's Uncle Buggy's... It's yeah. Uncle Buggy's turn. I'm, it's Uncle Buggy I'll moves, move up to readies an action, sarco- or loses his action. I'm moving up to the sarcophagus, and I'm readying an action to run back to the <laughs> circle if it moves towards me in a hostile manner. Okay. You really now start to feel as you step 
closer to it, the power, the aura of, of the light that's emitting from all of these eyes on it. There's no actual effect, but, well, at least not yet. Do I feel if I, if I looked away, it wouldn't make any difference? Or is it... That's an odd one. You don't, at the moment, have any sense of... Would you like to look away? Well, uh, can I look at the ground so I can... You could look at the ground, but unlike a lot of creatures, where you to try to avoid the gaze of a creature from eyes that were set in its head, you can look away and not meet that gaze. But doing so, you can still sort of keep a sense of where the creature is because you can see its feet, you can see its lower part of its body, whatever. Right. With this thing, it's got eyes all over it. If you want to avoid its gaze completely, you can't look at it at all. You're going to be looking away from it. But I... It's... You don't know what the, uh, I can the feel mechanical I effect can feel that might be. the aura you're saying. You can feel, as you step closer to it, that as you're bathed by the light of all of the radiance of all of these eyes, that it was unpleasant to look at when you were standing 30-something feet away. Now you're standing 15 feet away, you can actually feel the power of the gaze on you. But it doesn't seem to be affecting you as of yet. Okay, I'm going to look away. So you can't see it at all? Yeah. Um... I'm not saying you don't know where it is, but I'm just saying you I, can't I'm gonna, see it. If, it. if I hear it moving towards me, I will run back. Yes, of course, of course. Session's on 22. I continue to You're hold my your ready to action. Okay, Alessandra on 17. I think what Alessandra's going to do is fly up. So to try and look at the... and towards the sarcophagus. Okay, you're flying up, so yeah. up to the sarki, sarcophagus. Up to the sarcophagus. Uh, up to the sarcophagus. And seeing... Where are on, you going up to the top of it? I mean, you can't see the top of it. Uh, well, I'm going to fly. How the ceiling's very high and it's ten foot. The ceiling's sixty feet. So yep. if I fly up, I can fly up and towards the sarcophagus, so I can see over the top of it. You can. You want me to describe what you can see? Yes, please. Well, I'm not going to unless you give me ten pounds. <laughs> you can take your ten pounds and stick it. Well, it's interesting when you get to the top when you look down on the sarcophagus because there is a carving of a kosiel on the top of the sarcophagus but it is not the same carving on the top depicts the same sleeping wind duke but this carving's hands are empty and protrude upwards from the top of the carving and seem to be carved as if to hold an object but that object is absent you think that the size of the object that it feels like it's set up to hold is well See if you can guess. Yes, rod shaped. Rod. No. Oh, disc shaped. Guess. Yeah, <laughs> as it turned out, you couldn't guess. Yeah, it looks like it's about exactly the right sort of positioning to hold the seal. All right. Uh, how far have I moved? Forward about 10 feet, and let's say up about 10 feet. Let's not do Pythagoras. You've got loads of movement left. Can I go back, pick up the disc, and then place the disc back where it's into the hands? Go back through the floor. The top of the column is is where we put the disc. We were you were kind of lifted up. You're not quite sure what happens oh, yeah. about getting back. You might be able to. I'm going to try tr flying down through I'm, the floor. I'm going to try and fly down through the floor. You can fly down through the floor. It will support your weight if you just stand on it, but you can fly through it. Isn't that magic? You emerge into the chamber with air elementals and stuff. I'm going to say that you don't have to worry about them. I'm going to whip the disc out. Pick up the seal. Yep. Back into the room. I've got 120 foot of movement available to me. You're fine. And I place the seal into the hands of the the relief, the statue relief. Well. Well. When you do that. Yep. It fits, slots snugly is there a into the space that it has been given it. Is it like yep. a little click as it goes in? 
As soon as you do so, the sarcophagus starts descending to the ground. You reckon it's going to take, oh, I don't know, six seconds <laughs> <laughs> to reach the ground, but it starts to move. That will do for you, Parker, on 17. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Um, you don't have to do anything. Don't feel pressured, right? Don't feel peer pressure. Do it. It's because do all the it. other kids are doing do it, it, right? No, you don't what have to I do will it. do is I will step forward next to uh, sessions. So we're all in step a... step out of the circle. Yes. So we're on a line. Burple on 16. I'm just going to wait, I think. Are you readying anything? I'm ready to hit the thing if it comes up to attack me with yes, my sword. This thing has run out of patience. It's Doctor. You've not responded to whatever it was that it said. You've interfered with the sarcophagus. That is really all it needs to make its decision about what to do next. First of all, it targets Buggy with... It's grey eyes. Can those of us with ready actions take their ready actions? Yeah, you can. That's definitely an attack. Okay, I'm not looking at it, but... Uh... I know, no, no, I know you're not looking at it, yep. So... But th- let's resolve Sessions thing first. The banishment spell, right? Yeah. Oh. What's the DC of the saving throw? It's a DC 16 charisma saving throw. Let's see how we do here. As you probably suspected it's going to be a long and arduous road. It saves with a 17. Buggy, it targets you with the grey eyes. A beam lances out from one of them, rolling an 18, hitting armor class 28. Yeah. You take 12 points of necrotic damage, pretty weedy roll, and you feel like you've been discombobulated by being struck by these grey eyes. You're not quite sure what it is. I didn't feel that I needed to be looking at it. for it to No, you felt that this was like an active thing. It's bathed you with the gaze of one or more grey eyes. It targets Alessandra with the green eyes. Likewise, it was roll to strike Alessandra. Okay. Hitting armor class 19. That's a hit. Uh, you take poison damage as the green eyes bathe you with their sickening light. Okay. It's not insignificant. Oh, it's the three ones. On 3d10, you take three points of poison damage. I cannot believe it. This thing is an idiot. (laughs) That is unbelievably (laughs) lucky. Waiting in the tomb for uncountable Thousands thousands of years. Can you give me a DC 18 constitution saving throw, though? Ooh. No, you are sickened. Oh, you have to look that condition up. Thank you. We'll talk about when you're not sickened a bit later, but for the moment. And it moves up to you both, and it attacks. I can I'm up move. in the air. I get my rated action as soon as it moves up, right? Me you too. do. Me too. Okay, so let's start with those. Let's start with Buggy. Okay, well, I'm running back to the... As long as I'm not within its reach, am I? It could, theoretically, you think it might be able to reach you with one of its claws where you to run for it. Up to you. No, okay. Um, I mean, you can't see it, so you don't really know this anyway because you're looking at the floor, but... No, it's just hearing it. Um, sick and not poisoned, Paul. Um, I, I, I can't... There is no such... I, oh, sorry, po- yeah, it is poisoned, it is poisoned. My mistake. Um, it's a 3.5 dungeon. Yeah. Okay. Buggy, you want right. to move? Mm, no. no. You're going to stay as it moves forwards? That was your ready to action burnt, right? You sure? 
It's coming up to my round soon, is it? Yes, you're next. Yes, okay, I'll stay with that. Then. Parker, you have a ready action based upon it moving forwards. Do, do you want to take it? Yes. What would you like to so do? So it gets fanged to the fire snake. Oh, does it now? two attacks. Okay. First of all, rolling a 10 plus Are seven. you looking at it? Uh, I guess I am, yeah. Great. Find out what it does. <laughs> Why not? Armor class 17. Is a miss. Oh, dear. And then a second attack. <laughs> yep. Hitting uh, armor class 23. Is definitely a hit. So that's uh, 17 points in total of fire damage. You feel like you're damaging it, but not as much as you'd be hoping to. Yeah. And now what does the eyes do? Nothing yet. Okay. But you were looking at it, right? Right. On three, mm. Uncle Buggy. You can feel its hot breath. Okay. You can feel yourself being bathed by the malevolent gaze. Okay, I'm doing a protection from poison. Yeah. And then I'm going to run a bonus section rage. <laughs> That's everything? Um, and I'll move slightly to the west of it. Okay. You started your round within its gaze, but you were looking away. Yes. Fine. We move on to sessions on 22. Alessandra, are you looking away or are you looking at it? I'm looking away. Burple, are you looking away or looking at it? Uh, yeah. Sessions on 22. I'm going to cast Bless. Okay, that's a D4. D4, I'm going to cast it third level. It affects everybody. Alessandra on 17. You start your turn next to this thing. You can't see it. You can feel its hot breath against you. Disengage and move back into the circle. Can't you do an attack before you get... No, because then I can attack from within the circle. That might not work. Parker on 17. But can't you attack and disengage? Do we want to go back and change that, or is it Parker? You're not using an attack. Oh, right, so it's actually my proper turn now. Yeah. You are looking at the thing. Yeah. And you're within 20 feet of it. Yes. Can you make a DC 18 constitution <gasps> saving throw. Okay, yes. I can. Okay, <laughs> you're fine. I rolled an 18. Mike, I'm using a free action to avert my gaze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm to going it. to step up to it and I'm going to flame tongue it. Uh, oh, oh, a natural oh. 20. Uh, I presume you're not going to gamble. I'm not going to gamble. Really? But I'm going to roll uh, an extra one piece of gambling are over. Five points of normal damage, nine points of fire damage, and another yes. five points of normal damage. So ten normal and nine. Ten bludgeoning from, from a ten, No, no, ten slicing from the sword. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. nine fire. Uh, okay, fire I mean, damage is been... doubled as well. It's a critical. Is that it's right? Just, with the flame tongue? It's just the bonus that's not doubled. Yeah, so it's I can roll. Your damage do I double it or do I roll or damage it again? dice? I mean, roll it. Roll the dice yeah. again. So roll another dice of fire damage. Two d six of fire damage. Another six of fire damage. Okay. So that's fifteen okay. fire. And you feel like you've wounded it. Ten. You feel like you've burst okay, a couple of attack. eyes. Yeah. Second oh. attack. It's another twenty. Another twenty. That's amazing. 12, 12 for so that's normal. 12 for this piercing slashing. and yep. slashing, yes. Three from the flame, so that's, that's nine, nine from the flame, which is a miss, I'm guessing, a four. That is a miss. And 
It has to make a DC 14 constitution save. Is it a magical thing? Is it's it a, a spell mag- effect? It's a, it's a monk thing. Fuck. It makes a save. Okay. Bollocks. Uh, right. And hold on. Oh. Because I've attacked it, I can now move back without taking an attack of opportunity. Yes. So I will move back inside the circle and avert my gaze. I like it. Uh, purple on 16. Am I right that Alessandra is poisoned? You are yes. right. Alessandra is poisoned. I will do a lesser restoration. Ooh. Yes. You'll remove a condition or one condition the on the character. Condition. Thank you. Anything else? I just seem to uh, be... You're keeping your gaze Alessandra's, averted. I'm right. keeping my gaze averted. Mind you, it might come okay. up and hit me. But. It's it. Uncle uh, Buggy. It's got nobody else to attack but you. Nobody it targets else you, you with its it. eyes of the abyss. It rolls to attack with the green eyes, hitting armor class 25. Yeah. That is a hit. It missed you with the first one, by the way. I can edit that. So out, I'm raging. We I took half. Well, we'll get to that. First of all, you take a poison damage, but you've also got uh, resistance to poison, right? I have advantage against saving throws against being poisoned, and I have okay, resistance so make, to poison damage. So you take half damage, then. So you take half damage, and do you, I don't think you double up half damage with the barbarian rage? No. No. Okay, so you take half the following poison damage. What? Wouldn't it double up? 12 points of poison damage for you. Yeah. And then can you make, at advantage, a DC 18 constitution save? 18. This is a save. So, okay. Wow, clutch, clutch, clutch. And now it's going to use its uh, regular attacks. I mean, I... Uh, yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay, it's bite. The bite is the thing that to be scared of. Let's see what happens <laughs> with the bite. I'm just right. like, you guys, I'm not going to stand next to this thing for very long. No, you are not. Armor class 26 is a hit, right? Yeah. It does. It does 26 okay, points of piercing damage. Yeah, 13. Then it attacks you with a claw attack. Hits armor class. A 16 is a miss. And finally, it headbutts you. I'm not making this up. Missing with a two. And we move on to Uncle Buggy on three. You starting your and You're not looking at it, are you? No. I'm going to take it disadvantage, I guess. The first attack. Yeah, this is with the flame tongue. I rolled a 19. Is a hit. <laughs> okay. And then the other one, because it's a disadvantage... Yes. Oh, it's also so a hit. hit. <laughs> right, flame tongue damage raging. Yeah. I do. 14 points of damage, six of which is fire. Okay, I mean, this thing has attack? been wounded. I mean, you, you... Another attack. Yeah, off you go. At disadvantage, hit. 16 is a hit, but what oh, about the other roll? That's a mi- um, you get to add the blast. Nine, I get 1d4, do yeah. I? Yes. That's not going to be enough. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm just going to stand there and... Soak up the damage. Session's on 22. You're inside the circle. Verify I might cancel out that. I don't have that. Uh, spirit Guardians? The problem with Spirit Guardians is it's concentration and you lose the bless. And I'm thinking you want the bless or the mm. saves and the to hit rolls. That's what I'm thinking. All my kind of offensive spells are unfortunately concentration. Can you... Don't worry about the bless. You sure? I'm probably going to hit it next round and then I'm going to go back into the circle, probably. We don't know that the circle is... uh, I mean, aside from the runes on the floor, we don't know that the circle is defensive. Hasn't attacked anyone in the circle. Well, it's only attacked Buggy so far. How wounded is Buggy? 
I'm on 58 out of 105. I think I, the amount of times it hits, I could probably do one more round next to it. This is full Uncle Buggy redemption mode. I'm loving this. Anyway, sessions on 22. Come on. I, I'll just do as much damage as you can. Don't worry about the save, bless, or whatever. Just do damage. Okay, I'll do Toll the Dead on it. Okay, is it a saving throw? It's Wisdom 16. Uh, fails the first roll. Fails the second roll. Oh, it looked good. It'll 16. Take It'll take that. Nice. Radiant, sir. Radiant. Ooh. 16 points Radiant, of... Radiant, sir. Oh. 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 16. Oh. The eyes are being burst. Yeah. Its form is being damaged. It's weirdly impassive still. It's just kind of standing there. It doesn't... Well, nobody's really looking at it. But, hey. Did you have to look at it? Is it target a creature you can see? I don't want to be a bastard about this, but is that what it says? It okay. So, well, so I look at I it think and then that... I stop looking at it. Okay. Alessandra on 17. Alessandra is going to look at it and she's going to shoot it and then yes. she's going to look away. Okay. Is 23. 23 is a hit. Six points plus. Oh, oh crap. Another nine points of damage. Oh, shit. What a crap dice You're roll. You're using a magical weapon? Yep. Plus two. That is a dreadful <laughs> dice <laughs> That is a dreadful <laughs> dice roll. Just shit. Is that it for you? Yeah. Okay, Parker on 17, not looking, in the circle. So the deal here is what you can't do yeah. is like not be looking and then decide to look, have an attack and then look away. Yeah. It's Yeah, if I attack without the, looking, then I attack at what disadvantage? A disadvantage, yes. If you attack with looking, you have to make a saving throw at the start of your round. I will attack at disadvantage. Okay, using the fangs of the fire no, snake. I will step up. Oof. Averting step my up gauge. to the streets. Avert your gauge. Yeah. Ga I mean, whatever. Gaze. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. getting late. So that's uh, a four. Oh, that's dear. Be a miss. Miss. And the second attack. attack. Oh, it was 13. Hits armor class. Hits armor class 20. Would that be a hit? Is a hit. But I need to roll again. Yes, you do. A disadvantage. No, that's going to be enough. That's going to be enough. So that's um, 13. Yep. Five points of normal damage and nine mm -hmm. points of flame damage. Yeah, got then it. Yep. Finally, I get an unarmed strike. This is looking quite wounded. Ten for a seventeen is a miss. Is a miss anyway. Okay, and then I will step back into the circle. Okay, um, and we move on to purple on sixteen. Purple is going to do a fairy fire on it. DC fifteen Yay. saving throw. Okay, dexterity save. Dexterity. It saves. Uh, anything else? No. Uncle Buggy, this is not good for you. What it's going to do is it's going to step forward and it's going to attack Sessions, Burple, and Buggy. So starting with Buggy, it's going to it's going to use its circle uh, didn't do anything. Physical attacks. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe it does, but not maybe physical. something has happened. First of all, attacking with its bite, it misses with an 8, it's not going to be enough. It rolls a 12, it's armor class 22 yes. with its claw. The claw attack does 9, 10, uh, 14 slashing damage, seven. so 7. And then finally, it goes for the headbutt, uh, rolling an 18 and hitting. No, I'm armor class 19. No, no, I mean, it rolls an 18, it hits armor class 28. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry to give you that false comfort That's briefly. Right. Yeah. 
doing uh, 2d8 plus 5 bludgeoning damage as it smacks its cranium. I mean, I don't know quite how it reaches. <laughs> how does it reach? Smacks Can't its, do it. I don't know. I Can't don't do know. It, it smacks its cranium into Buggy's corpulent form, uh, doing 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Then it bathes Seven. sessions with the grey eyes. <sighs> uh, hitting armor class 15 sessions. Oh, no, miss. And then it uses the green eyes on Burple, hitting armor class uh, 20. Yeah. You take the following amount of poison damage. So 12, 19 points of poison damage and a DC 18 constitution save. 19 points. Bathes you with the green and a eyes. Constitution save. DC 18. I'm not very good at those. No. Let's Four, use nice. No. Do you want to use your alt dice? Use your bless dice. first. Well, that's a d4, right? Oh, right. You only got 12, did you? Yeah. So, alt dice. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it fails. Okay, you're poisoned. Okay. You're not quite sure how long for. You're not quite sure what the deal is about escaping the poison condition. But that's that. We move on to Uncle Buggy on three. Can I see inside the sarcophagus? Do you want to jump up? Not so I get an attack opportunity, but I'm going to just bounce up with my ring of jumping. You're just going to bounce up and look down and then land. Have a look. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you what you can see. What's, what's, it's just a is no he holding a rod or some artifact? What can you see? Well, basically, what you can see is an enormous argument about magical items. That's what you can see. <laughs> Lots of magic. There's nothing more. There's no body. It's nothing more than dust and fragments of bone. But several potent looking items remain within the sarcophagus and i will describe them to you and then we will move on it looks like there's a pair of gauntlets one of which seems to be crackling with electrical energy the other one which seems to be rolling with dark clouds on its surface there is a short sword in the same style as the long sword that purple wields there is a an odd amulet or talisman or fetish on a chain that's like a stylized cyclone or something carving with some runes on it that you can't read. There is a longbow with a tracery of runes along its form. There is a ring studded with sapphires, occasionally sort of fritzing with electrical energy. And there is some kind of fragment broken part of a rod or something Ooh. nestling there amongst the other things oh. and then you land what else do you want to do oh, hang on hang on that was my move action i know and what else do you want to do is my question uh well i think you have to tune to items to be able to use them don't you which is a short rest so that's not gonna happen i was thinking i mean that was a very good tour of the bashing bashing it with it well there's no body though okay the remains are just dust and bone fragments do we think any of these things control the... No. Demon. Okay, I'll just bash it then. Oh, that's a hit. It's a hit. Because I'm attacking disadvantage, another roll. That's a hit. It's a hit, it's a hit. I do. Uh, uh, 22 points of damage, 11 of which is fire. And I bash it again. Okay. That's a hit. And a hit. We rolled off the 17, roll to a 3, and it's a miss. And then I'm going to move slightly around. That's tough to take. Of the thing. Session's on 22. I can either try and damage it again, or I could do the lesser restoration on Burple. 
Does that make a difference to you at the moment, Burple? Burple. Um, it the point. doesn't actually, Burple. really. You do a heal on me? Okay, I'll do a heal on Uncle Buggy then. Right. How much? I'm on 44. So that's probably one round uh, left. Okay. Standing next to it. Uh, right. <laughs> Never has a DM held on to a Wii for so long. <laughs> Not that, you know, you should take that as a cue, Graham, to just yeah. work out. Okay. Uh, 27. <laughs> Ooh, 27 points of damage. Fucking hell. Thank you. Wow. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Eusebio. Anything else from you sessions? No, um, in this game, I'm not looking at it. Obviously, no, and Alessandra, you start your round looking at it, right? Uh, we were nice the round before. Yeah. You can't not look at it. Look at it. Fire. Look away. Can I look you at it? You start your round look- looking at it, in which case you attack without disadvantage, or you start your round not looking at it, in which case you attack with disadvantage. Simple. I'll start my round looking at it. Okay. Can you make a DC 18? And you really want to make this save. Constitution save. And I roll a 19. (laughs) And make that save. That was absolutely critical. Hitting, well, plenty, 27. It's a hit. Doing uh, longbow damage. 13 plus 23. 36 points of damage. Jesus, 36 points of damage. It Magical as damage. As your arrow thuds into it, it physically reels back. It just sort of staggers Surrender. a little. Doesn't look like it's a sort of thing that surrenders, but it that absolutely put it back on its heels. And it's Parker on 17. You starting your round not looking at it, right? Yeah. Well, did you want to do the thing of the what's it? Whatever it is that you have. I'm just doing a quick thing. The longer you think about this, the funnier it is because Paul just gets increasingly desperate. I've given up on. He's now I've given even up seen tomorrow. the stuff that's in the sarcophagus. He wants to hang around now because he knows he won't get it. Yeah, he disappears. I'm just getting increasingly in there. You've got to be in the conversation, haven't you? I've just given up on tomorrow. It's all right. Paul keeps eyeing the door. He's now just letting his whole professional life just. In your own time, Lucas. I am going missed. to. Do a <laughs> fist of in unbroken air. Of course you are. Fist. Because I don't think that I need to look at it. I just do it in the direction of the creature. You don't need to look at and it. it. Okay, makes do a it. DC 14 strength saving throw. It f- fails that save. Lovely. It takes three. Is it a magical effect? It is. Well, it's. Hold up. I get key. to roll again then. Sorry. It's. St- all fails that save with a seven. I can't believe it. Awesome. So it takes. Whoa. Takes 13 points of damage. What kind of damage? Death damage. Bludgeoning. Magical damage. Magical. Magical damage. Yes. Well, it's a. Is it well, magical? It's yeah. an elemental discipline. Because he got. I think we agreed a long time ago in the dark cathedral. I think we agreed that was magical damage. Okay, fine. Yep. Well, it, right. It's, and it says I can push the creature up to 20 foot away and right. knock it was prone. That? But I'm choosing not oh. to push it away. Yes. Just knock it prone. Okay, well, it's not prone. So, and we move on to Burple on 16. So this thing has 10 foot reach, right? So far as you metagame, yes. It's got long arms, put it that so way. So if you're I'm within five feet of it, you have advantage. And I'm the creature has prone. disadvantage on attack rolls. And the only mm. movement option is a stand up. Yeah, well, the advantage and disadvantage are cancelled out with the whole thingy. Yeah. 
technically you could attack it without looking yeah. at it, but not at disadvantage because they cancel go. out. Very, very smart move from Parker. So does it have 10-foot reach? Is it still... I don't think that, that affects it. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking dissonant whispers. I don't know how that works because it would use... Well, it would use three squares of its movement to stand up. Yeah. Let's do... Or it could crawl, but that would be half move. So, so it's the same. It's got advantage on saving throws against magic, right? Yes. Because I'm thinking I could do confusion on it. Quite fun. Then I won't. I will do dissonant whispers. Who's looking at it? No one at the moment. 16 points of damage saved to half. DC 15 wisdom save. I'm just going to roll again. It made it. So 8 points of psychic damage. Of psychic damage. This thing is now looking quite badly wounded. But it is its turn. It's not because I have a move. And I'm good. Okay. Step back into the pocket. (laughs) It steps forward. It's probably only physical attacks. And it is going to attack Uncle Buggy first with its bite. Uncle Buggy's clearly the big threat. Rolls an 8. Hits armor class. 18 is a miss. Mm, Then it attacks with its claw. It rolls a 15. Hits armor class. 25. That is a hit. It does 18 points of slashing damage. Okay, that's 9. And then the headbutt on Uncle Buggy. 15 hits armor class. 25. Yeah. 11 points of bludgeoning damage on Uncle Buggy. That's fine. Now it bathes sessions with the grey eyes. It rolls a 7. It hits armor class 17. It's not going to be enough. enough. That bounced off a 17. Can I do a reaction? When it attacks you, I'm going to do my Wrath of Storm channel divinity. Yes. How does that work? So, uh, I've just forgotten. (laughs) Wrath of Storm. (laughs) Channel divinity. Destructive rat. Yeah. No. No. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Wrath of Storm. I do uh, 2d8 lightning or thunder damage. And I'm using my channel divinity destructive wrath, which maximizes it. So I'm doing 16 points of... Make a choice. Uh, thunder damage. Uh, what do you think, folks? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think so. DC 14 dex save. It's a magical effect, though, damage. right? Yeah, I guess so. It makes that save. Okay, eight points of thunder damage. All that thunder damage seems to land. Sessions, it missed you with the cock dice that looked like a 17 bounced onto a 7. Yeah. Finally, it bathes Parker with the green eye. <laughs> Rolling a 20, hitting armor class 30. Fuck, yeah, yeah. He's not going to gamble. It is 6d10 poison damage. 6d10? Well, it's a critical. Yeah. A total of 38 points of poison damage (laughs) on Parker. And Parker must make a DC 18 constitution save to avoid being poisoned. Thirteen. No, do you want to use your I ort? Have you got your ort dice? Ort dice. Yeah, I haven't used my ort dice. Is there a bless spell? There that is. Bless still wouldn't make it. Make it seven. Won't make it. Wouldn't make uh, it. Yeah. Okay. What, uh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't make yeah. it either. Oh fuck's sake! No. You're poisoned. I'm poisoned. Oh. Join the club. Right. I mean, this is basically it. The wheel of days turns for the time being. Who's the time being? And the destiny of heroes is written under the eye of Tonge and under the blessing of Ort. And we come round (laughs) to the turn of Uncle Buggy Bugraft on three. What are you doing? Right. I'll bash it. This could be it. That's a hit. And that's a hit. That is a hit. Yes. Ah, Being real lucky. This thing is teetering how much damage. 
21 points of damage, 7 of fire. 21 points of damage. You slam the moderately okay sword of potato heating (laughs) into the body of Augeric, ancient demonic tomb guardian of Ecosial, and you slice through its form (sighs) and it collapses to the ground, leaking dark ichor, and all of its eyes slowly close as their radiance fades and you've destroyed it the well moment done. that I mean, you yeah, do so buggy God. from the sarcophagus you feel a wave at first of resentment and of jealousy and of avarice but then of welcome and support and generosity and crackling lines of electricity emit from the sarcophagus and pierce you enervating you with this elemental magical energy and you feel that your ability to control your destiny and to avoid misfortune has been enhanced by this and your ort dice are now juiced by the power of a kosiol from d6 to d8 nice it's the first thing that happens mm-hmm. kind nice. of feel a sense of a message being laid in your minds by the spirit of a kosiol welcoming you and giving you blessing and asking you to take the items that you have found to help you in your quest against evil. And we have finished book six of The Age of Worms. We are halfway through, and you feel the blessing of Oort settle upon you. Me. Nice. And you are advanced Mm. to 11th level. Okay. And you step forward, and you look at the amassed treasures waiting for you. The gauntlets crackling with energy and roiling with thunderclouds. The sword glowing with blue radiance. The ring crackling with electricity studded with sapphires. The bow, a tracery of ancient farty runes running down its form. (laughs) Farty runes. (laughs) Could it be the legendary bow of the east wind? Well, we will find (laughs) out. Is that what Paul asked for? Sure, that was uh, one of my characters. When we pick up book seven of the Age of Worms, the legendary, the notorious Spire of Long Shadows. Next week. Nice. And then we can have a 15-hour argument about the magic. To be honest, I'm wondering whether or not we shouldn't stop there, just in general, because I don't know if I can face the discussion. (laughs) But we'll get into that. The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. A Gathering of Winds and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. A Gathering of Winds was written by Wolfgang Bauer. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.